welcome back to our Milo show. Um, we are your hosts, Kali, Maddie, and Amanda. Sit back, relax, pour a cup of Milo, and join us in our discussion today on mental health awareness in Malaysia. So to start off about talking about mental health awareness in Malaysia, just from personal experience, I feel like mental health is uh, huge in Malaysia, but it's still, in a way, it's still a taboo. So what do you guys think? Compared to a lot of, of the Western countries or what so, um, it, it's still a stigma in Malaysia, at least in the mm-hmm. culture that we are in right now. But I feel like it's getting a lot better than 10 years ago. You know, like people are beginning to have conversations around their own mental well-being. There, mm-hmm. we have um, psychologists and psychiatrists around our country if you need help. And that, I feel like parents are also starting to really focus on their children's physical and mental health, which is really important. So then, mm-hmm. we are getting better. We are taking small steps, and we are getting better. But we need to not make it a stigma or a taboo. in the culture yeah yeah i agree uh, with maddie mm-hmm. like <clears throat> like it's we will we, we are go we are moving forward but there's mm-hmm. still definitely a taboo like like it's okay for our generation to talk among each other about like our own mental health but i think there's still a lot of us who needs a lot of courage to talk about mental health like with our parents Like in previous episode, I said that like my mom was was like once now asked me if like I'm okay if I'm down and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. even when she personally asked me that question, it's still mm-hmm. when I'm feeling down. Like it's still difficult for me to like go to her and like say, yeah. oh today I'm not feeling like not today. Like let's say this few days I've been feeling like weird. It's it's still hard for me to like say these kind mm-hmm. of things to my parents. Mm-hmm. I think like yeah, it's still definitely a taboo. Like. We, mm. it's it's there's a there's a barrier between our generation and the older, the mm. the, the yeah the older generation. So uh, we looked into the National Health and Morbidity Survey (MHMS) uh, conducted in 2019, where they did an overall um, survey on the mental health in Malaysia. So we found out that the overall prevalence rate of depression in Malaysia is 2.3%. And so that's um, what they extrapolated from the results they have from the survey. Mm-hmm. And then um, they also found out that within the three different income groups that we have in Malaysia, B40 group has the highest prevalence rate. So B40 group is the... Um, average to low income group in Malaysia or lower than average income group in Malaysia mm-hmm. and it's kind of like not as a surprising fact to to see that they have mm-hmm. a higher prevalence rate to depression because they are facing um, a lot of financial difficulties mm-hmm. um, and as we all know in the world that we are in right now money is very important but what mm-hmm. do you guys think about ha- Think think about the result of B forty being the highest prevalence rate. Think like what you said. Uh, financial stress is one that can contribute to this. Um, second being that um, you know if you have kids and um, you have the stress of providing for them, but then also at the same time, uh, how about your quality of life? How is it when you know you are 
already struggling to provide the basic necessities for them. So you are not really focusing on the quality of life. So that might be uh, contributing to it too. Right. So, uh-huh. Yeah. So the stresses, it's kind of interesting to, to see the different kind of causes of mental health illnesses in different mm-hmm. income groups, you know. We also found out that um, in kids or adolescents aged between 13 to 17, so that's our secondary school age in Malaysia, mm-hmm. it's funny how stress is not the highest mental health illnesses in, um, mm-hmm. in these adolescents. Like, um, we have depression, we have anxiety, and we have stress. Those are the three main causes of mental health illnesses that they look into or mental health illness. Uh-huh. And stress disorder is not the highest. It's only 9.6%. Whereas mm-hmm. anxiety or anxiety disorders, it's at 39.7%. I find mm-hmm. this quite interesting because I remember when we were in like secondary school or in mm-hmm. high school, whenever we feel overwhelmed or depressed, our mm. parents or our family would naturally think that it's because of the stress that we're facing from school, mm-hmm. you know? And then, that's true, they, that's true. Yeah, and then they would just be like, you know, you're, you're just stressed out. There's nothing to be worried about. Like, you don't, like, you're, you're just pushing yourself too hard. Yeah, or just is. get wait, along wait with it. Wait till you start working. Uh, 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 exactly. It's always like that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like quite fascinated to see this result a lot to like stress is not the highest causes of mental health illnesses and adolescents, which is contrary to what our parents believe. So um, anxiety is uh, what uh, tops the um, uh, percentage, right? Mm, correct, correct. Uh-huh. It's the highest one. Yep. Um, I think think it might be because you know around this age is when we are like you really figuring in. out uh-huh yes yeah. we mm. are figuring out a lot of things and you know especially like what Amanda mentioned fitting in is right, probably right. what causes the most anxiety we want to feel like we belong right um, Correct. Yeah. and you know mm. we spend mm. a good five years six years in high school so mm. we don't want to be alone Right, right. I and also, I feel that. like with like the mm-hmm. amount of social media kids use these days, uh-huh. there's there's definitely like times a lot of times where they compare themselves with other people. Like, oh, they're so mm. pretty, they're they're so good looking. Like, why am I like mm. that? Or like, mm. they're so smart, they're so rich. Yeah, which is probably one of the mm. causes. Yeah. So kids, don't compare yourself with others. Compare yourself with your previous self. Social yes. media is superficial. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I agree. It's just what yeah, they want true. you to see in them, not what mm-hmm. they actually are. Mm-hmm. Um. So we also look into the budget the government has for twenty twenty one, and this is very very surprising and to me alarming at the same time. So we are only allocated. 313 million ringgit for psychiatry and mental health under national health budget. So this is only 1% of our entire government health budget. Mm. Yeah, which is to me quite alarming Mm. because 
I feel like mental health can be as critical as any physical health because some of us will actually face death in some mm-hmm. cases. Um, I'm actually quite surprised too, especially mm. because like this is the budget for this year, right? I know right. a lot of the budget would probably going into our our COVID nineteen, but mm. COVID nineteen I feel like has been a very big push towards a rise in mental disorder too. Correct. So yeah. which is why we should also be putting a lot of focus in mental health because or else once COVID-19, once we figure out uh, how to battle against COVID-19 or that is resolved, then we are turning into the next uh, big issue that we have been put, pushing under the carpet, which would be one of it would be mental health. Mm, so basically the one of the biggest consequences COVID-19 has left us. Mm-hmm. We couldn't address it when COVID nineteen was happening. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and and I remember correctly. If I remember, like when COVID first started hitting Malaysia, mm. there were a lot of like people saying that there weren't enough psychiatrists in Malaysia, right? And mm. when people started seeking help from psychiatrists, their line mm. were like over uh, overloaded with calls, and like right, they right. didn't have enough they didn't have enough resources to help the people. Correct. Mm-hmm. And yep. this will bring me to my next statistics that I wanted to share, is that in 2019, when they conducted a research, they found out that there's only 1.27 psychiatrists for every 100,000 Malaysians. What the heck? I just yeah. know about it. <laughs> <laughs> Even the Ministry of Health, they came out in 2018 or 2019 saying that the ideal rate should be one psychiatrist mm-hmm. to 10,000 Malaysians. So <laughs> basically for each and if we assume mm-hmm. that all Malaysians have some sort of mental illnesses or is not mentally well, mm-hmm. one psychiatrist would have to see 100,000 Malaysians. Oh and I don't know how they're going to cope did, with that. Do they think the psychiatrists are like superhumans yeah. or what? <laughs> No, where are they going to go for then? Oh my Themselves. God. Yeah. yeah, it's very... I, I don't know that to me. It seems... Wow. Yeah, that's too much. Yeah. Yeah, so um, to put into perspective, so in Malaysia, I think our population is about 30, 30-something million. 37 mm. or 30... Yeah, 37 million. We only have 410 registered psychiatrists oh, in 2018. Oh yeah, yeah. I should study to... psychology. Oh <laughs> <laughs> there was one of my, there was one of my ambition. Oh, same here. <laughs> but yeah, my parents oh. were like, oh, "It's useless in Malaysia." Like, okay, yeah. that's what my mom said too. <laughs> oh my god, my mom I was think... like, "You will never find a job with that degree." Oh. I was like, "Okay." Well, clearly, actually we need it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we are very, very under, under-resourced. What's that? Mm, like, definitely. Uh, mm. Like 410 only. And only two. So with our Ministry of Health, there's only like 204 psychiatrists. So they are placed with like the government hospitals where the B40 group can actually afford to see professional help or professional help on their mental health. But there's only 204 of them. 
yeah, these are just some of the numbers we found online. If you guys feel like it's not true, please do let us know, and then please let us let us know where is a better、um, platform to look for these let's, statistics. Let's hope that we're we're wrong. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually hoping that we're wrong. But this is this this was announced by our Minister of Health. Yeah, in twenty eighteen. Uh, just from these numbers. It、mm. it just shows that we really lack resources. So、yeah. where where can we go to find help? You know, because that the the hardest step that people say is um admitting you need help and looking for help, right? I agree. But、yeah. what happens when you have gone? You know, when you have realized, you know, actually this is uh wrong. Uh, this is not good. And I need to look for help. And you go looking for help, and you're dismissed off. You're looking for a professional help, and you're dismissed off because, like you know,、uh, previously we talked about how sometimes you know,、uh, we feel like you know, pe-、uh, other people have it better. But what if you know, because we have so little resources, they have to put their resources towards other people who need to do it better. I mean, I don't know if this is true, but what if that is what's happening, and when we go looking for help, we're dismissed off. Just because we lack resources, isn't that just、um, dangerous? It's it's actually very very dangerous. I completely agree with you. Yeah,、oh、my God, I'm I'm sorry. I'm、uh, actually very disturbed by the stats. There's <laughs> still a lot, a lot of、uh, work that needs to be done. Uh, I feel like what Kali is saying is kind of like survival of the fittest. Yeah.、Mm. But that mental health is equally as important as physical health. You know, like when you're not、mm. mentally well, you are also ruining your physical health. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So well, people, that, that's, yeah. That that's one interesting. Yeah, that's something、uh, that Vidya mentioned that a lot of people didn't know that mental health actually will make like will will cause our physical health to deteriorate deteriorate、mm. as well. Yeah. 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 Like, Just to share, um,、mm. I know one of our mutual friends. She has uh told me this story before. Um,、mm. she was. I think she was going through some really uh stress uh period of time.、Mm. When uh so when that happened, she was so stressed, and uh that was when she uh started developing psoriasis. So、mm. literally, your mental、mm. health condition.、Yeah. Actually, uh, cause your body to、uh, react. Start, yeah, start reacting、mm. towards it, and then you know now it's it's a part of uh her physical health uh issue now uh you know、mm-hmm. having psoriasis. So、mm-hmm. that is yeah one example that I can think of that you know mental health just contributed to towards your physical health.、Mm. It, it just feels like. You know, if we don't put enough、um, focus on mental health, we are eventually just going to burden our physical health、um, uh, system too, right? Correct, correct. Because, like as we mentioned about it in our previous episode, right? Mental health、mm. illness is also an illness that needs to be treated,、mm-hmm. and so. If it's an illness, that means your body is trying to fight against it.、Mm-hmm. 
And that's why your body is reacting in certain ways, trying to fight off that sort of unwelcoming illness. Mm-hmm. And that's how we will start damaging our physical health if we don't pay attention to our mental health. Like, for mm-hmm. example, um, with a friend of mine, I think she was um, depressed for a really long time because of school. Mm-hmm. And she was also very anxious. And then she couldn't absorb any sort of nutrients from food. And oh, she okay. also cannot take in any food. Like once she takes it, she'll just start puking it out. Mm. Mm-hmm. so it it it's really affecting her because we need nutrients to to sustain our lives and without it yeah. where we like we won't be functioning normally you know mm. so please don't dismiss any sort of symptoms that you might be facing and will affect your mental health and physical health please take them very 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 seriously <laughs> So from uh, what we have discussed so far, right? Right. Um, do you guys think that um, awareness around mental health? Um, <laughs> I mean, I guess like we we talked about this mental health awareness, right? Based on uh, generations uh, and all. But uh, how do you guys think about you know as a country, uh, our government? Because mm. the statistics is showing that. <laughs> Um, it, it doesn't feel like you know we're putting in enough um, resources there so it feels right. like there might be lack of awareness just you know uh, with our governing body probably so so what do you guys think in terms of let's talk about institution awareness uh, government uh, school uh, workplace mm. for example I personally cannot say much because I was only in like government institution for the first six years of my schooling, right? Mm-hmm. But then what I realized is that um, even when I was in an international school here in Malaysia, we really barely talk about mental health, which is, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because they feel like at our age, it's not something that should be discussed or what, mm-hmm. but really don't talk about mental health. And I believe that even with, and correct me if I'm wrong, even mm. with like government school, the teachers wouldn't tell you what mental health is, you know? Mm. Like even sex education in Malaysia is very rare. <laughs> but yeah, mm. like, I don't know about the universities in Malaysia, but when I was studying in Canada, mental health is a pretty big thing in our university. Mm-hmm. Um, we have like campaigns going on. We have clubs that we can join to learn more. And we also have our school, our school government body also has like a wellness center where we can go in and then just ask for help. And if like mm-hmm. emergency, if there's an emergency, there's also a hotline that we can call for help and all that. We even have like a it's like it's not signboard, but like they always post it on the notice board. Like, is it like oh. are you feeling like like about mental health? Like, if you need help, yeah. then just go to mental. No, just go to yeah. the wellness center. It's like it's yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Like every corner you go to, you see something. Mm-hmm. Remember, uh, usually during our first uh week of class and all, mm. our professors would uh sometimes certain professors they would share about the uh, resources yeah yeah the resources to right. look for mental health help right yep 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 mm. um like uh amanda you've been in uh our government schooling institution yeah. right 
So you, you know how in schools we have counselors. Counselors. So yeah. what do you think was supposed to be uh, their role and what was it actually their uh, what were they actually uh, yeah. uh, responsible for? Yeah. Like <laughs> I don't know about other schools but for my school mm. the counselors they what we what as students we always perceive them as is like they're just um not even teachers, they're just like adults who we can just hang out in their room. And like mm-hmm. they don't they don't talk about mental health or anything. Their role is basically like we thought that the counselors in schools are just for them are just for them to help us, uh, guide us to apply for universities in the future. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what Same. we thought counselors do when yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Like we didn't know like they they can be there to help us with like mental we don't even know anything about mental health. Right. Yeah. right. So like even with the university stuff, yeah, all they do is just hand us brochures. That's all. For my school, mm, at least. Yep, yep. Ah. Yeah. Similar experience for me too. Um, I feel like we, we, we are not using them to the full extent. Because like, um, uh, I don't know if you guys watched 13 Reasons Why. So hmm. basically the counselor yeah. in that story is, you know, trying to help the student with uh, mental health in you know eventually and all that but right. basically you know how we we've always like you know looked at uh, counselors as uh, you know if you are fighting among friends then like you know you go to them then they will be mm. like ah don't fight you know this is nothing and all that and then you try to get you back together and the best that they do is they would be advising you on uh uh, what you can do after SPM, things like that. I remember going, right, right. you know, uh, going to the counselor, you know, asking for help, uh, being like, you know, uh, I want to do, I think they have like some tests that you can do to figure out what you should be doing. And mm. I'm pretty sure that um, I have very vague memory, but even then, what uh, was the result and what was her advice was very contradicting. So basically, they were like, oh, you're a high-achieving student. You shouldn't be doing what the result is telling you to. So, yeah, but, yeah, about right? that too. Ah. Yeah, like they also have like, I don't know if they are, what is that called? Um, certified to say that or what? Like mm. they have, like they put their psychology, um, what is that called? Education aside and, and bring their own like personal mm. experience mm. to their job. Like like what Kali mm. said, like if you're a high achieving student, you should go to a science stream. Okay. You should yeah. like like you if you tell them like, oh I want to do arts, then they'll tell you like, oh why 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 do you want to do arts? Your 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 results are quite good. You should you should uh-huh. like continue with science stream. Like yeah. I don't think that's what a counselor should do. But <laughs> yeah, that, that's basic yeah, but that, that's what they did in government mm. schools at least. Mm. But even in like like what Maddie said, I, I went to international school for two days for not two days. For two years. <laughs> oh, wow, you dropped our class. <laughs> for two years, yeah. But like for the international school that I went to, it, it's quite mm. new when I went there. And I don't know, is it because it, it was just like they were just building the like just building the what's that called the school board. But uh, we didn't have counselors. Yeah, we didn't have counselors uh. in school, like an official counselor, like the only counselor we have, we call them uni uni counselor as well. So they're not yeah. there to like, they're not there to help us with like any mental health issues. They're just there to help us, uh, do like bring us to where we want to go to. Right, right. Mm. Mm. I feel like that's that that's already like twisting, 
um, what counselor should be even in my international school and this was five years ago so this might not be true anymore but the counselors they would call counselors but I feel like there are more like advisors mm-hmm. on your school program the curriculum the classes that you should take um, the majors that you should apply to and all that you know mm-hmm. we never really have someone there to help us with our if we're feeling down, if we're feeling upset or anything, we don't have like a professional person that we can go and talk to. We just go to, we would just go to our like teachers that we trust and like the most. Mm. And then we would just talk to them. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the difference that our university had. They actually um, separated education, uh, like course advisors and mental health professionals. Mm, yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. the mistake uh, that our schools and all were doing is lumping them together. And yeah, most like, of the time, yeah. they fell short of uh, man, uh, helping us uh, in mental health issues, right? Mm. But um, yeah. if you guys notice, like, you know how um, MO, like KKM uh, is, Kementerian uh, Kesehatan Malaysia is on Instagram. And I've seen them posting about uh, mental health quite a bit now. But yeah, but I mean, just personally, I feel like you know that when I saw that, I felt good. I was, uh, you know, they are raising awareness. But when raise, you raise awareness without providing resources, then um, what there exactly are you doing? Yeah, I mean, mm. I don't know. I I feel quite disturbed. One, you know, because I was feeling good about them, um, right. sharing this because I feel like you know there were good awareness. But when I see right. the statistics and being like. You know, actually, no. I don't think you are. You, it's it's just a it's just a front that you're putting up, but you are not. You don't want to do any of the job. Uh, but they're just sharing job. it yeah. for the sake of sharing it. Going back mm. to mental health awareness in Malaysia, I feel like there's a lot of young, not young, but like new Instagram accounts uh-huh. like, that um are addressing social issues. They're also touching on mental health issues, which I really, mm. really appreciate. Because mm-hmm. the young generations like us, we, our eyes are like glued onto our phones like most of the time. Mm-hmm. So by throwing in like all these information, even though we were we are just like swiping through, you know, but it's still, it we our mind would still take it in. We'll still take in the information and kind of process it. So I really appreciate them for like, keep on posting um, awareness about mental health issues, about mental health and all that. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree too. But, but that's only like for a targeted group of audience, right? I just want mm. them to be more awareness to the general public, especially mm. to like young students in the rural mm. areas and all that. Yes. We have access to all this, right? Like, mm. I mean, I, I didn't know about Befrienders before uh, I came back to Malaysia and then I follow all this, um, like the Instagram uh, yeah. group, uh, uh, Instagram profiles and, you know, they share all these resources, mm. uh, which is then when you, you know that, you know, there are these resources that can help you out and you yeah. reach out to them and they do a wonderful job too. It's, it's good that we are raising awareness, but we, we still need uh, to raise awareness in... Uh, places where it where we can't access them through the internet you yeah know, um, yeah 
it, not everyone has access to internet and smartphones mm. and even laptops, right? Mm. In that way, we are probably uh, falling short on raising awareness. Lah. Yeah, and I think that's where like government should really start playing a role. I'm not here to diss about the government, but I feel like Mm-mm. they haven't really done their job mm-hmm. in raising awareness. Especially with rural areas and remote areas, right? We know that the government would go there to run campaigns for their elections. <laughs> so why not throw in some mental health awareness while running your campaigns, you know? And also school is a great place to start, right? At yeah. least, I mean, I, no, I mean um, at least I think our amount of uh, kids who go to school is still high it's uh it's not as bad as it used to be but you know yep. not not all kids but you know it's still a significant amount that are in school so that is where uh-huh. you should be educating them about a lot of things especially like now we're talking about mental health so provide the resources for them to learn there don't just mm. do the campaign and give them a brochure and just be like okay i've done my job that's not that's not doing your job moe you hear that doing your job but no i definitely agree like everything starts with education right that's where we learn and mm-hmm. if we are not learning there then where do we go next like for us like all us around this podcast here we're already 20 something right mm-hmm. but we only started learning about mental health like four or five years ago mm-hmm. and it's not too late but i feel like it can be earlier we can mm-hmm. definitely find out more about it when we are younger. Mm-hmm. Agree, because mm. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that, you know, we all had our episodes, uh, you know, where we were really down. But you know, mm. I, I didn't know I needed help. I just know I was really down. But uh, I'm sure, like you know, you guys can relate to having yep. some, some really bad, uh, period of life. <laughs> so hopefully. In our generation, we will be able to provide resources and help that our next generation needs, you know, so they don't mm-hmm. walk in our shoes or repeat the path that we've been through. Thank you for the discussion in this episode about statistics in Malaysia and also awareness in Malaysia in general. So um, for the next episode, Uh, we will be looking into traumas and stigmas that we have faced and cause mental uh, health issues and how and we'll also be sharing some methods and mechanisms that have helped us personally to um, cope with the hard times. So uh, stay tuned for our next episode. Uh, thank you for joining us at, in, our, in another milestone. Um, please do uh, remember to follow us on Instagram at milo.oclock and check out, uh, share our Spotify link with your friends. Um, thank you. Mm-hmm.